All right, this might be the most uh, special episode of Inappropriate Earl ever, <laughs> because you know I have two favorite TV shows, Sons of Anarchy and Vanderpump Rules. Sons of Anarchy is no longer on the air, and Vanderpump Rules is the only show I watch live as it's happening. I can't even wait an hour to TiVo it. I have to see that show live as it's happening and I did a show recently, inappropriate sketch and comedy show, where the whole ca or essentially the whole cast was going to be there, and I was expecting them to be bitches, uh, douchebags. So I owe my guests right now a huge apology. First of all, put your hands together for the lovely, the talented Kristen Doty. I know there's like huge applause going on right now. There is. Okay, I so really quickly, because you said you like Sons of Anarchy and Vanderpump Rules. So what you're really saying is that you love Jax. I it's do. Like, it's like a Jax thing. And you at one point <laughs> loved Jax. <laughs> I mean, I love Jax. I don't like love Jax. But I really thought I almost didn't want to meet you guys because you are portrayed on the show and I mean this in a loving way has um, a total a, bitch. Yes. A bitch. <laughs> I mean, we all are bitches, but not like, not like in a mean, like rude way, but I found not like in you, a shitty way. Yeah. But I mean, it's, uh, you know, on reality TV, you don't know what's real and what isn't. Um, true. And I, I guess for you guys and the people watching, um, and I thought, God, I don't want to meet her. She seems like such a bitch. Yeah, that's fair. I don't want to meet Jax because he seems like kind of a douchebag, at least I mean, on the show. I mean, can be, though. I mean, it's all very real. Like, we all can be. We all have it in us. We just aren't that way, like, 24-7, 365. Right, because I found each and every one of you to be so nice and humble, and it was the complete opposite of how you guys are portrayed on the show. That's fun. I'm glad. I think cause we're all in like a, a decently like normal, good place right now. So we're not like miserable. So we're not assholes. You know what I mean? Right. And like we're all sort of happy right yeah. now. <laughs> you, you guys all seemed happy to see one another. Um, there was uh, two people missing, I think from, uh, the party, uh, Tom and uh, Ariana. Oh, yeah. So I that was like, really... no, I think everyone from the cast is there. Everyone except for Brittany. Brittany right. was the only one I thought was missing. <laughs> and uh, the show is filming as we speak, or is it? Or no. Can you say that? No, yeah, we're not filming right now. Um, our principal photography, I guess, as we call it in the production world, for last season was May through August, you know, and then we obviously have months of like interviews, the like little talking head moments and pickups and things like that. So we filmed the reunion last week or like a week and a half ago. And now we are free. The chains are broken until we start fifth season. And we there will be a fifth season. I mean, we assume so. We haven't gotten like the official word yet, but this is the longest season we've ever had. Episodically, we have, I believe, 24 episodes total once the reunion airs. So mm, they can't really tell us now. Our ratings are good. I mean, that would be like a huge mistake. <laughs> it's the best show on the network. I think it's fun. I think we're fun. Well, you guys just, I told Stassi this, who once again, I thought, I don't want to meet her. She's, 
she's kind of portrayed as you're the second bitch on the show. Yeah. Well, she used to be like a spoiled little brat. She's just getting older and, and getting sweeter and, you know. No, she was so nice. Uh, and she really loves comedy. So you really also catch her in like one of her like happy places. Right. Other than Disneyland, I think comedy shows, like one of Stassi's favorite places to be. She's kind of like a comedy groupie, like in a non-sexual way. Right, right. Which is awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, you guys, you had the toughest spot on the show that night. It's a sketch yeah. comedy show. And you did a... Uh, yeah, and I don't know if I take it seriously enough, you know. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's a tough business. <laughs> it is. But um, do you have any yearnings to do stand-up? No, not to do stand-up. Absolutely not. I think stand-up comedy is the hardest job in the entertainment industry, hands down. I agree. It is like I was like having this like inner monologue mini meltdown before going on. Like I never get nervous doing sketch. It's scripted. It's fun. It's like kind of like theater, but like even a little more rewarding, I feel like. So I don't get nervous doing that. And I think doing Vanderpump Rules is kind of the best improv training that I've ever had because being thrown in any position or any situation, just I don't get nervous about like speaking in public or, you know what I mean? Right. Because it's also just fly by the seat of your pants. So doing sketch is very easy for me. Like I find it really fun and, and not threatening. But then when I had to do that monologue, which obviously, you know, I was supposed to open the show with, which I didn't because you had to warm up the crowd for me. Which might've been, the toughest game as the ever. headliner you had to warm up the crowd for me but i was definitely nervous because standing on stage alone like that in that sort of situation when it's not theater is just like oh my god what if they don't laugh yeah oh it's brutal like what if i think that everything i wrote is really funny and they it's just like not because my friends are all so nice and they're like, oh my God, this is going to be really funny. And I'm like, yeah, but would you, would you actually tell me if it wasn't, would you crush my dreams? I would hope that you would crush my dreams and not make you look like an asshole. So yeah, it was nerve wracking, but I don't, um, I mean, I think it went well, to be completely honest, I was dead sober when I did the monologue in the beginning and I literally blacked out. I don't remember anything. I don't know if people laughed. I heard that it went well. Zero recollection. It did go well. Good. Well, it was uh -huh. fun. I think. Well, you're right. I mean, if you if you're doing a monologue or stand up, yeah, you know, you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, like in Tom's band, who yeah. I have not seen yet, oh. and I probably won't. Yeah, I don't think you should. You know, if it's uh, if it's not going well, he could blame the drummer totally or the guitar player. Have yeah. you seen his band? I have not. I think I've I have enough. Um, I have many years of seeing Sandoval play live that I think it's enough for the rest of my life. I'm I'm good on that. I, I've seen like this one performance that will, you guys will see actually on the finale episode of Vanderpump Rules that was like this sort of performance at Sir for Katie and Tom's engagement party. Spoiler right. alert. Uh, yeah, that was enough for me. I mean, how do you function so well? I, I know if I'm around an ex, it's just the worst. Uh, even if you got along with him, brings up old memories and mm -hmm. you have a few exes on the show. I do have a couple. So, I mean, mistakes. just for those of you who don't watch the show, which I hope you do, you, uh, let's just say dated Jax. I didn't date Jax. Well, I did I not mean, date Jax. Jax is my friend. We made a couple of mistakes. Jax but, and I would murder each other. Like there's no way in hell. 
Like, I hate saying he's like my brother because then it's like, oh, well, you guys had sex. Well, yeah, that's even more weird, I guess. But no, we never dated. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. We slept together. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Under 10 times? Twice. Twice. So, yeah. and then you and, uh, of course, James, the oh, DJ. God. Don't remind me. Have uh, a tumultuous. Uh, yeah. A year and a half. On and off. Uh, no, off. Very off. Yeah, but you guys, there's uh, like almost like an OJ and Nicole vibe with you. It is. It is. Yeah. And I got lucky that I got out before, you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I saw him at the 7-Eleven a couple uh, weeks ago. He was, uh, he, I think he'd had a few cocktails. A few. Mm-hmm. A few uh, bottles. And then, uh, well, of course, Tom. Tom. Is Tom your true love? No. I mean, I, not now. No. But. I No. I, I mean, to, I think Tom and I had like a like not just because I don't want to be like a total dick, not just because we're broken up, but I think Tom and I had like a good, like mm, two years, maybe year and a half, two years. And then we just kind of like stuck it out for an additional four for no reason. I've been there. Yeah. It's just like easier to stay together and just kind of go through the motions than it was to like break up. And plus we were young and we were poor, you know? Right. Did, yeah. uh, when the show became a hit, did and you know i'm not saying you're making millions off the show but you know whatever you're making it was it easier to leave once uh you know you weren't financially dependent on each other um no because when tom and i broke up we were still pretty broke right and we broke up i want to say like two and a half years ago now and yeah we were still pretty broke it just i mean he literally broke up with me he left me for ariana he kicked me to the curb he was like get the hell out of our apartment and it just, you know, I started sleeping with James and I was like, well, this is really fun. And it got a little bit easier because I had some, you know, it's like when you say you want to get over someone, get under someone else. It's kind of what I did. And it definitely made it easier. But I think I, it's kind of like getting fired at Sir. Like had I had I not get, gotten fired at Sir, would I have ever left? I don't know. Had Tom not broken up with me, would I have left him? I don't know. That was just kind of the place I was in, which anyone that watches the show know wasn't the healthiest. Well, um, I mean, I used to work at a health club where everyone was sleeping with everyone and it was, it was kind of fun. But uh, I don't, you know, the you guys seem to party a lot at times. Yeah, uh, yeah. Does, You know, and I can't imagine that uh, helps it dealing with uh, relationship problems. Uh, totally. Well, and you know, I guess I feel like anyone, I, I don't know if it's like this at other places other than restaurants necessarily or bars, because that's kind of all I did for a long time on the side. But especially when you're like poor and you're broke, you need to work so much. So you're working, you know, all of us working at Sir, like five or six days a week, like desperate to pick up shifts to make that extra couple hundred bucks to pay your rent. And that being said, you don't really have time for a social life. So your social life is at the restaurant. Right. So those are your best friends. Those are your enemies, your frenemies, your boyfriends, your hookups. Where else are we going to do it? You know, we get off work at 2 a.m. You know, it's not like we have time to go to a bar and find people. Right. Now, do you find with cameras around you, I'm not saying you necessarily, but do you amp up the emotions? Like if you were arguing with, say, James in the kitchen, then all of a sudden you see a camera crew. Do you... I don't know if you can say this or not. Like if we try to amp it up. I mean, I can speak for me personally. I think there's certain new cast members that definitely put a little bit of a show on. Like I don't buy it. James, Lala, people like that. But for at least I can speak for myself and kind of the, the core cast, the primary, like the OG bitches, 
I mean, we've been like this since day one. And if, trust me, if I was trying to amp it up, that would not work in my benefit. Right. I would have definitely, you know, if I could take certain things back, I wouldn't be such like a drunken, psychotic, screaming asshole so many times. Well, I don't think I ever <laughs> so, looked at you like that. Well, but. I did. Right. <laughs> but no, it's, it just, if anything, you kind of, not like you forget. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm aware there's a camera in my face. I'm aware that there's a mic pack on, but you do it. We've been doing it for so many years. It's just like second nature. Right. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't make a difference. Now, what were your feelings when you heard the news? of Jack's getting arrested in Hawaii. Oh my God, Jax. Cause you weren't there. No, I was not. Did you want to be there? Cause it's all your friends. Yeah. I, at first I did. Re- I mean, obviously I tried really hard. I did everything that I could to go to Hawaii. Um, my apology tour as Ariana liked to call it was not because of Hawaii. It was because I was back in good graces with my friends and it was just going to make my summer a hell of a lot easier to not only, see if they could be cool with me, but also just get that off of my chest and not like hold that in that I, you know what I mean? Just kind of like own my shit. It just, whether they accept it or not, didn't really matter. But as far as going to Hawaii, yeah, I really wanted to go. And I thought it was kind of bullshit, not only because Jax wanted me to go, but because like, um, I've been on the show for four years yeah, and I'm not going on a trip like for real. Like I was really pissed. But then once I heard about the trip and especially when I watched the episode, I'm like, oh my God, I had so much more fun not going. <laughs> so like when that whole thing is going down in the yeah. Hawaii, is there a camera crew following you around here or? Yes, because oh, okay. that's actually, well, I didn't know at first. I thought I was just going to be kind of left out, but that was right when Stasi had made the decision to come back to the show. And it wasn't like they kept me, you know, the production didn't keep me in LA to film with her. It's just like, at the end of the day, it really was up to Tom and Ariana. They didn't want me to go. I was stuck here and it happened to coincidentally be around the same time that Stassi decided to come back. So it really did kind of work out and it was sort of like a blessing in disguise, I guess for she and I. Um, but yeah, then when I heard Jax got arrested, it's like, I mean, were you like, surprised? Kind of like, yes and no, because like, it's sort of like, of course, Jacks, like typical Jacks. But at the same time, what actually like why he got arrested surprised me. Right. I mean, do you think, I mean, I'm assuming he makes uh, whatever he makes. I mean, he drives a nice car, a yeah. charger. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and he can afford a pair of sunglasses. Do you yeah. think it was just. Uh, I think he was just drunk and an idiot because I did watch the surveillance video on TMZ like immediately before I even, before I even heard about from the girls that he got arrested. I, my girlfriend, Christina, who's not on the show works for KTLA and she had texted me like a link to it. And so immediately I'm like texting everyone in Hawaii, like what the hell just happened? And I watched it. And if you watch the video, he's like waddling around this random, like sunglass hut, like shit faced with a debit card in his hand. Right. So it's like, did you just not think to go to the register with said sunglasses? It was just such a stupid, dumbass move on his part. He like sort of deserved to go to jail for a minute, you know? Yeah. I mean, I just, uh, but I know he didn't like mean to like rip off a pair of sunglasses. Like he can afford them. Do you think it was the alcohol? Maybe I'd been. Yeah. I just think he was like super fucked up and not thinking. Now, how do you deal with, you mentioned your friend at KTLA who's not on the show. Mm -hmm. Like, is it tough to live a normal life because uh, I'm assuming you ask certain people in your life to, Hey, do you want to be in an episode? Like they want to film me, you know, just, you know, my friends and they're mm-hmm. like, no, uh, 
you know, are dating certain guys who, yeah. I mean, how do you like, if you met a guy who you, and I know you have a, a man now. Right. But in the summer I didn't. And that was really hard. So if you like meet a guy at the comedy store and you're like, you like him, but he doesn't want to be involved. In are you show. saying this because you know that that happened? <laughs> oh no, I didn't. I mean, I'm a, I, I met you That's once so at the improv. Funny. And, oh my God. Uh, no, that happened. Yeah. That happened in the summer. It was really hard being single because we all obviously are cool with it. Um, I was fortunate, like obviously most my, my group, my circle of friends now are basically just cast. And then the comedy girls like Rachel and Jacqueline and Gabby and everyone, like they were cool with filming too, but a lot of people just aren't. And that was the biggest thing. It's not so much my friends, but I would say, yeah, dating this summer, convincing a guy that I wanted to hang out with to be on camera it was so hard. I got lucky with my friend Alex, who everyone saw, um, if you watch the show that I went on a date with, but he was on a Bravo show. So right. he had no reservations. I did have a crush on a certain male comedian this summer that he was like, oh, hell no. And so it was like, well, I can't really talk about any of that. And it's like, I kind of just can't date you then. And it's not like really that they won't be on camera, but it means they don't want to be a part of that part of my life. And it's such a big part of my life. Then, okay, then this is never going to work. Well, I mean, there's, a, I guess, a stigma sometimes with reality TV shows. And I think that might uh, scare off people from totally like, uh, like, do you go on auditions for stuff? Um, like acting, like com acting commercials, anything? Not really since the show. I would say like the first season to in part of second season, I was still able and had the time to do stuff like right. that. Um, but especially now that the show's so big and we're filming for such a long period of time, you really don't have time for things like that. And it does get kind of hard, I guess, as the show's success becomes like more obvious and people that don't even necessarily watch Bravo, like are aware of it. It's kind of, yeah, you get pigeonholed a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I imagine you would walk into, uh, I don't know, an audition for a Bud Light commercial, and they're like, oh, that's the Vanderpump Rules girl. Yeah, and that can actually work to the benefit. I mean, Schwartz has booked so much, and I don't know if it's because they knew who he right. was on Vanderpump, but he's just, he's a good-looking guy. He's great at commercial modeling, and he's still booked a lot of things. I kind of just, I never really was into the whole commercial modeling thing. It's not really, like, my forte, but as far as, like, script acting, like, theatrical, I was, like, really bummed when it... it you know, it's just, you don't have time. I can go on an audition. Sure. But then if I book something and I tell production, like I have to be gone for a long period of time, they just say no. Is it a curse time. being, I guess it's a blessing and a curse to be on a show as big as Vanderpump Rules. Cause it's, it's like being the Verizon guy. Like that guy <laughs> yeah. is so known as the Verizon guy. I don't think he could get work. It's like, Oh, that's the Verizon guy. I mean, is it similar? Like, Obviously, you love the success yeah, of the show. Totally. And and you you really just have to like, I mean, it, it, it took me a couple of years because I was really pissed off about it for a long time. Like, what do you mean it's not worth an agent's time to take me on? Well, it's really not. Where, where are they really going to like get the bang for their buck? Um, obviously, I have a manager who's is my, excuse me, is my manager for reality, but also theatrically. But again, yeah, I mean, I, I've auditioned a lot for like stunt casting, which would be like, I would go on sort of playing myself, but playing a role like right. in soap operas and things like that under the NBC umbrella. So it's cool that I can still do things like that. I can still do 
some short films, but I, yeah, I don't know if I would ever be taken as seriously, which is unfortunate because I acted for so much longer before Vanderpump, but I made the choice to do it. I knew right. what I was getting myself into and it's opened up so many doors and so many opportunities otherwise. So you just, you have to just kind of say screw it and look at it glass half full. Right, right. Now you mentioned before Vanderpump and that's a area of your life. I don't think a lot of people know about like, no, they just, what did you do before the show? Uh, I was acting. I mean, I moved to LA in 2007. I wanted to pursue a career in music business. Um, I'm a musician by hobby, not by trade. And the more that I got into music business, I was like too business for me. I stopped enjoying it. Um, a good friend of mine, Josh Peck introduced me to his acting coach and the studio that he was going to. And I fell in love with it. So you know, I shot a lot of independent films and things like that and was waitressing and bartending on the side at Sir. And then two days later, Vanderpump Rules shows up on our doorstep. So, and how are you pitched? Kind of I don't know if you can talk about this. Uh -huh. uh, do they, Lisa or, or whoever, approach you and go, Hey, we're going to do a reality show? Do you want to be in it? Yeah, they, it was um, that particular day we were called in for a staff meeting, which, on the show, you see that we have staff meetings like once in a while, but we never really have them. So we all thought we were in deep shit. And instead, we were all given a number and Lisa and her partner, Natalie, were sitting at this back table. And one by one, we had to go sit down. And the second you sit, it's like, well, who are you dating? Who are you friends with? Who do you hate? Who's a slut? Who's this? And we're just like, what is going on? And found out that she was given the opportunity to shoot a pilot for a spinoff at the time called The Sir Project. And at the time we did shoot the pilot, um, a lot of people weren't interested, including Ariana, who worked at Villablanca at the time. She had wanted nothing to do with it. A lot of people didn't because they were afraid what it would do for their budding careers outside of reality television or working at Sir. And those of us that said yes, shot the pilot, Bravo loved it. And I think the dynamic of the original six of us, I guess, and then adding in like Tom Schwartz right. as like a seventh, like it made the most sense. Stassi, Katie, and I dating Jax, Tom, and Tom, and then Sheena, you know, it just, it right. just worked very naturally. Well, it's, I told Stassi this, it's such, you guys are so watchable and like the cliffhangers are just like, it's like watching the episodes of 24 in the first season where you're like, <laughs> I can't wait to see what happens next. Like, you know, it just, there's such a dynamic between the original mm -hmm. six slash seven. And then, you know, you have the new, People like uh, Lala mm -hmm. and uh, Faith, I think, is the... Yeah, Faith is there sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> and then uh, Sheena's husband. Yeah. Who I found to be just like he is on the show Saturday Night Quiet. Yeah, Shay's, he's a little more reserved. Um, but I think that's mostly in comparison to Sheena, who right. is such a big personality. So if you put one next to the other, it's like everyone thinks Shay's like a mute. And he's really not. And I, I've seen the most like growth from Shay for real in real life this past summer and like over the last six months than I have since I've known him. I think he's gained a lot of confidence. He's working really hard on his career. He's booking a lot of work. He's been DJing a lot in Vegas. So Shay's like, you know, he's kind of gaining his voice a little right. bit, but yeah, he's not like totally quiet. He's just a little more reserved than someone as big as Sheena. Now, do you think a show like Vanderpump Rules, uh, like in James's case, he's so young. Uh, do you think it might not be the best thing for him? He seems to uh, 
be the most emotionally unstable. He's super unstable. I hope he gets fired. That's my prayer. And that's real. That's on the real. Like people, this I is not hope. like a pro wrestling. Uh, you know, he's so a terrible human being. Like he, I feel like he, he's like a way bigger monster than that anyone can even see on the show. So like that whole uh, like the the day at the beach mm -hmm. when he uh, brought that uh, lady friend of his. Uh, to get a rise out of you and, and probably Lala. Which that girl, crazy, I think maybe we talked about this at the reunion, but just to lay this right out there, when James and I went to Coachella last year, we had this house full of like, I don't know, 15, 16 people, and she was in our house. Like, I know her. I just didn't realize that moment that I knew who she was. And it was just mind-blowing. Like, you just brought this girl as a date that we shared a house with for three three days just to get a rise out of me. Like, you're such a loser. Now, where was your guy? Uh, what, what What is Carter. your... Carter? Mm-hmm. Uh, who was very nice Saturday night. Yeah. Um, cool. He didn't make the beach party. No, he has a real job. Right. <laughs> he had to work. Is it nice for you to date someone who uh, just has a real normal job? Yeah, definitely. Um I mean, he's friends with everyone. I don't want to give away too much because there's, oh, yeah, right. there's something kind of hilarious that you guys will see next week in accordance to how he knows a lot of the cast before he even knew me. Okay. There's a little little snippet that's going to happen that's just, it's it's like, of course, like, of course this certain thing happened or he knew these certain people. Um, so that was really nice in dating Carter is that he did know a lot of my friends he does have a job, I guess, sort of in the industry. He's in photography, like still photography. So, yeah, that's really cool. But it's nice that he's not, he didn't work at Sir. Right. You know, he's not one of us. <laughs> Did you, when was the moment you realized, uh, wow, this show's going to be big? I mean, I feel like I'm still realizing it. I don't feel any different. I don't feel like, you know, like a big wig or some like Bravo celebrity or whatever. Um, I still feel like we're all kind of the same. I mean, certain people maybe have bigger egos. Maybe we all do a little bit, but we're still the same people that we were, you know, five years ago before there was a show. But is it weird to have like people come up to you? I imagine, especially in West Hollywood, because you all are pretty much live around here. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I feel like I'm almost a cast member of the show because <laughs> Pump is right down the street, sir. Uh, I can walk to it. Yeah, you can, like, throw a rock. Yeah, I mean, I always see uh, Lisa's husband, you know, roaming mm -hmm. around. And uh, I think I saw Tom and Ariana the other day at Whole Foods. Uh, they didn't look very happy. But. Do you have to wear, like, earplugs at night because DJ James Kennedy's, like, beats are bumping so hard? I mean, it's not the kind of music I listen to. Uh, I don't think it's any music anyone listens to. Did you watch the video that was on YouTube? Did you watch it today? Uh, I, I've seen it. It's It's... <sighs> it's you know, so bad. It's it's not my uh, it's not my style. I'm a metal. Okay, head. you're being really nice. It's the biggest piece of shit ever I've ever seen ever. I've been trying for like three days not to watch it in all of my group chats that people keep throwing this YouTube link in my face, and it is like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. So but there's that. I get a feeling. No, I know you have a man now, mm -hmm. but there's just something between you and James that it's it's a very toxic. Uh, I don't want to say love, but no, it's not uh, love. definitely toxic. But there's still there's I could see on the show that there's you guys are drawn to each other. Is there something just you can't explain between the two of you? No, no. 
on the show, I guess what you're watching now, because that was so long ago, I feel like, and again, this will be something that you'll see a lot next week's episode. Um, and even at the reunion, we had only been broken up for a couple of months as to what you're viewing now. Um, and I just felt like, I don't know. It's like, I like to fix little broken souls. And I saw a lot of who I used to be in a lot of the choices that he was making. And I just didn't want him to keep going down that same path, which is what I said when I broke up with him. Like you're on this path of self-destruction. Don't make the same mistakes that I did. You're going to lose your job. You're going to lose your friends. You're just a mess. And, and he's so young that I don't even think he's necessarily capable of understanding these things. So it was really more of maybe selfishly like fixing my old mistakes through him. Right. But it definitely wasn't like a love thing. Right. No. And like the thing with him and Jax is that, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know how guys are. uh, It's very much the same way at the comedy store. It's alpha males. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's real. Like, Oh yeah. Jax hates him. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I want Jax to, like murder him, but I'm just glad that he's on probation from said sunglasses situation that he can't because he would end up in jail. Again, it's like not worth it. And is it the same way with the girls? I mean, you guys all have guys now, but when you were single, was it, wow, well, Stassi's dating this guy. I want to date him. Like, you know, I know, I don't know how girls are, but guys are very much, well, if this girl's dating Earl, maybe she'll date me. No. We're not like that with dudes. That's weird. I mean, I guess maybe Ariana was. <laughs> well, I love it. I... Shade. Well, no. I mean, you know, I thought she was a little mean towards Rachel. Uh, uh, she was super mean towards Rachel. That is my biggest beef with her that will not go away until there's like a proper apology given. And she just admits how wrong that was. I, you, she can call me names all day long. She can always have beef with me about the Tom thing or the Miami girl thing or whatever else is up her ass that she wants to throw at me. But like, I have so much respect, like I said before, for stand-up comedians. It is so hard and it is a hustle and it is every single day. It isn't like a once in a while. I feel like going in on audition. This is like open mics, four or five plus shows a week, tours, you know, working out your jokes in front of people who might not laugh and then finally feeling rewarded for the people that do. And it's just so damn hard. And Rachel works so hard at it. And Ariana's never done it a day in her life. I'm yeah. sorry. Your stupid college humor bullshit is not stand up comedy. Like, it's just not. It blows my mind that she had the audacity to say those things. And I think something that didn't air, she said, I very specifically remember her saying that Rachel was doing nothing to further um, women in comedy right before Rachel was about to go on a USO tour for a month in Europe yeah, as one of two female comics in that group. Like Ariana, shut the fuck up. Well, Ariana doesn't seem, and you, you obviously know more than I do. Mm -hmm. She doesn't seem very happy on the show. Like Mm. uh, I often go, why is she even on the show? If it makes her so miserable. That's kind of how we all feel. Like stop complaining about it. Stop complaining about hanging out with the people you are friends with, which she said at the, the beach episode that she has to like pretend to have fun. Um, and something she said at the reunion, which isn't like a big shocker. Cause I feel like she says it a lot that just like, you know, she just complains about like filming and having to hang out with people and be around this or have to film with me or something. It's like, well then fucking quit. Do us all a favor. But it's like why she's people want to like, it's how she gets her fans. Exactly. Yeah. Be grateful. 
I mean, uh, what else would she be doing? If you know, ripping on comics and you know making a YouTube short, I guess, with her 100 million viewers. Well, I mean, (laughs) I can't. Now, last season, when you and Tom got together outside and he broke down, (laughs) I mean, that was. I'm telling you right now, that was compelling television. I almost started to well up. (laughs) I'm like, wow, you can't fake that, like. You know, there's some shows, you know, like I watch Big Brother, which is, uh, I wouldn't say compares to your show, but it's uh, the show. It's reality. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they show people crying on that show and you're like, God, that can't be real. You know, just hamming it up for the camera. But like when you guys were holding hands outside the uh, restaurant smoking area, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, this is real. Yeah, that was a weird moment. I didn't expect that. But then you, I had these like hopes and I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know. It didn't work out in my favor. Cause you just wanted to go outside that particular episode, talk to him, like maybe squash your, your yeah. beef and try and get along. And then he broke down and, but I think Ariana's in the next room. Right. You guys definitely had a vibe. I'm not saying. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was definitely, you know, in hindsight, I, I mean, I'm glad it happened because it did make for good TV, but for me personally, I sort of maybe wish he had just done what I expected him to do and just be like, yeah, we can be cool or whatever. So then I wouldn't have been like, so you're telling me there's a chance, you know, right. <laughs> like I don't mean, cry and say we were, he th- you thought you were going to marry me when you know that I'm like still holding on to like a tiny little thread of hope. So at that time you were, you know, I was dating James and I was like cool with that. Like I, I had become okay with it, but then it's like, we were together for six years. You left me for the girl I was insecure about for three and a half years of our relationship. And now you're going to cry in front of me knowing there's a camera there and cry and like hold my hand. Like, well, shit. So you're saying that you still love me? Yeah. Like in the moment. And then I, you know, got over it really fast, but in the moment it was like, that's what I wanted from him. I want, that's exactly what I wanted. Right. Now I've been cheated on. It's no fun. Um, I don't know how you get through a, a session, a filming session with the girl who, because if I ever saw the guy um, yeah, who uh, did me wrong, I'd kill him. Yeah. I mean, I how do you like, me. does your manager and agent just say, hey, suck it up, kid. It's good uh, for your career. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, now I'm fine with it because the more I see the two of them together, which isn't very often outside of the show. Um, but even when I'm watching the show kind of as a fan and I see the two of them together, I'm like, God, they are so perfect together. It's insane. Like, I'm glad I dodged that bullet. They belong together. I don't know how the, their egos fit in that shithole apartment, but it just fucking works. So I'm very grateful. But at the time when I was still hurt, like, I mean, I didn't exactly act very maturely about it. So I didn't kill her, but I definitely like screamed. Now, what happens like you know you're not filming right now so you're free to do whatever you want you go to uh i don't know the comedy store mm-hmm. tom and ariana are there do, do you like say hello to them or is it just like no i right now with them because we are in group settings a lot it does happen even off camera i really just take their lead So if they're in like a normal mood and they want to acknowledge my presence, I will do the same. If they want to run to the other side of the comedy store, you know, 400 feet away from me, then I'm just going to avoid them too. I just don't care anymore. And they're so like manic depressive about 
the way that they act toward me that I just literally follow their lead. It doesn't affect me. Now for season five, mm-hmm. and there will be a season five, um, like, do they come to you before shooting and go, Hey, uh, and I can edit this out if, if you no, need to, fine. but like, do they come, Hey, you know, this is a direction maybe we'd like to see you and Ariana go into no. or so it's no. just like they, the only thing we do prior to shooting is that, we do individually kind of have, I don't want to say it's like a meeting, kind of just like go have lunch with one of our executive producers. And it's just like, what's going on? What's going on in your life? Who are you dating? Where are you living? Who are you friends with? Do you have any issues going on? Where have you guys been hanging out a lot lately? Cause they obviously are like, because it is, even though it's a reality show, they still have a, they have to cruise and they need to clear places to film. So they like to know organically where we are hanging out. What bars do we go to or where do we like to shop and just kind of things like that. They just want to get the vibe from everyone individually with what's going on. And, you know, they don't need to script or create manufacture any conflict. It just happens. Right. Kind of like that guy you were dating before Carter, or I don't even want to say dating, but he had a Jax's friend. Yeah. I think he had a a girlfriend already. Yeah. Well, no, what was the deal with that? And and those episodes have already aired. So Mm -hmm. uh, I think you can talk about it. Like he, you guys seem like you uh, got along and, you know. Yeah, for like a day or two, for sure. And he, but he, what, he seemed a little evasive on his uh, situation with his uh, girlfriend, I guess. Yeah. Um, Kevin was thirsty, super thirsty. Wanted to be on Vanderpump Rules. I didn't see it at the time. I had known Kevin sort of like for about a year and a half because he's like Jax's childhood friend. I had met him before. I was single. It seemed fun. He was in town for work. That Jax went to Hawaii. It was like, oh yeah, why not? Let's hang out. Like, let's hook up, whatever. And then when this whole po- like possible girlfriend situation came around, he just kept lying to me. He kept telling me that it wasn't a thing over and over and over again. And it wasn't literally until we basically said like, get the hell out of LA that he said like, he, I don't even think he ever really fully admitted it was his girlfriend. It was more like, she's not my girlfriend, but she'd be really mad if she heard me say she wasn't my girlfriend. Right. You know what I mean? It's like they broke up, but they were kind of getting back together, but they blah, blah, blah. He just, he screwed me and he made me look stupid on my own show. And it, like squatted at my apartment. It's just like, ew, good riddance. Do you find that happens a lot where people who you don't necessarily know, like, like him, it, you know, they come in through a third party, like, Oh, I'm Jax's friend or mm-hmm. Rachel's friend. Like they're just trying usually to get on the show to like, maybe they're an actor or comic or yeah, I mean, that, it is great publicity. Yeah. And it does. It definitely happens sometimes. I feel like we can all kind of sniff it out now. Although we don't necessarily have control over who is going to film, obviously. Right. Like someone like James, who I dated for a year and a half, like everyone wants to murder me for bringing him on the show because I didn't see that that's what he was using me for. And they all told me, especially like Jax, who, you know, Katie, I didn't speak to for a long time. Jax and I were like kind of off and on friends for a while up until this past summer. But Jax told me the whole time, like, he's using you. He's using you. Don't fall for it. And I'm like, no, he loves me. You don't know what you're talking about. James is a great guy. Like, no, they, you know, so we don't have control over someone, maybe like James or like someone like Lala who, yeah, you know what? She makes good TV, but all she gives a shit about is being on the show. It's not like we have a relationship with this girl. Right. And so then 
friends of friends or people that try to kind of worm their way in, I think we can all sniff it out pretty well at this point. Like, what's Lala's deal? Like, does she want to be a model or an actress? Yeah, or- I don't know. Okay. I don't know. She's like Kim Mathers Jr. Like with that brown lip liner. I really, who, I don't know. Model, maybe model mayhem type modeling. I, I really have no idea what her situation is. And I she, don't know her. I don't think anyone does. Mm-hmm. You know, I know when she, I think the first episode, she was going to uh, Brunei or uh, somewhere in uh, yeah. Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. for a modeling assignment. <laughs> now, I, uh, I'm familiar with Brunei. I don't think there's a lot of modeling assignments. She said, like, Italy, I think. Okay, I'm, I thought it was Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I mean, who knows? It could have been. She lied about it anyway. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like she's, like, she's that girl who is, like, I'm a girl's girl. Like, I'm going to cry to my mama, blah, blah, blah. And then two seconds later, she's, like, totally screwing you over behind your back. So, right. no, you're not a girl's girl. Like, you're not that cool. I feel like we've all tried to give her a little bit of a chance, and she just keeps proving by actions that we shouldn't well even though you and james aren't the best of uh mates right now as mm-hmm. he would say uh do you have any kind of empathy for him with how lala is kind of uh i guess you'd say uh up until this point of the show cock teasing him i mean it seems like it's a weird relationship that they have yeah no there's nothing that can make me feel bad for james i have zero Zero empathy, zero sympathy, nada. No. Okay. If anything, it kind of, that that's kind of what was like my first falling out with Lala was that, you know, there's the episode that aired when the first time I really like kind of met her and spoke to her and she was so appalled by his behavior. And we, th- it's not like we were necessarily going to be like buddies or friends, but I could be cool with her because, okay, fine. He cheated on me with you. You didn't know that isn't your fault and you really don't owe me anything. So now, now that we know this, we've cleared the slate, you know, let's be chill. And then it's like, she just kept banging him. Okay. Well, I don't want to be your friend then. Right. It's not because I like James. It's because like, that's not girl code. That's not girl's girl. That's just like, ho. so, but at the same time, no, I don't, I don't feel bad for either of them. I mean, I think he gets what he deserves. But I noticed in that one particular episode, uh, I think they were downstairs in that little area and he had his arm around her. You come around the corner and he instantly took his arm off. So he's still like... She pushed... No, you're talking about at the club? Uh, yeah, it was downstairs. She pushed his arm off of her and she said, told him to have some respect. He literally put his... I remember walking down and I was trying not to even make eye contact with them first because I wasn't there. I knew that they were going to be there, but I wasn't there for them. Jax and Sheena had invited me, mostly Jax. Katie knew I was coming and it was kind of like my first in with my friends again or that group of friends that I was trying for. So I wasn't going to not come because of James and Lala. It didn't affect me. And I was going to do whatever I could to like take each inch that my old friends were giving me. But I do remember walking in and out of the corner of my eye, seeing him immediately like try to put his arm around her and she pushed it off and said, have some respect. So I'm like, okay, maybe this girl isn't that bad, but she ended up being that bad. And then you guys had a little talk outside Mm -hmm. and, uh, that seemed to, uh, I don't know, maybe semi bury the hatchet, at least with you two. Yeah. And then, uh, I think, I just think actions speak louder than words throughout the whole course of our entire summer. And she would talk a big game and then prove herself to be wrong. Right. It's like, I don't have time for that. Now, how do the, uh, cast treat carter i mean he's like 
I don't know if you'd call him a cast member of the show, but like... Uh, they love him. Everyone loves him. Right. Even and Tom and Ariana love him. <laughs> wow, that's saying something. I know, right? But like, is it weird for him to like... Uh, you know, I've certainly been in a room with uh, a girl I'm dating and there's maybe a guy or two who are in the room too. Comics are very incestuous with each mm -hmm. other. Is it weird for him to be like, maybe see you and Jax in the same room or... or no, he's fine the Jax thing is just so number one it was so long ago it was so brief it wasn't it, it wasn't a relationship by any means and if you know the booty Brit call yeah two times just a mistake and if Brittany and if Stassi for, I mean if Stassi can be cool you know it's like no one gets to have an issue so it's just really not a thing Carter doesn't it doesn't bother him um Sandoval you know, he doesn't hate Sandoval. He, I don't know. They talk, they're chill when they see each other, they converse, which is great. I, Carter just like, he's just mature. He doesn't care about all the drama. He hates James. Why? Could James uh, spit he's, on you? Or he was just like a horrible, yeah. The way he treated, yeah. The way he treated me, our whole relationship and the way he's treated me since we broke up, the way that he, just his whole demeanor and even the way he's, treated Carter in passing, you know, he's probably jealous of, uh, he definitely still likes you. Loves he you. Should. Oh, actually you're, you're uh, <laughs> an amazing catch. Uh, but, uh, James is just a mess. It's just, it's the same reason no one likes him. He's just a mess. Do you think it would, his problems would be maybe, uh, better if he maybe cut back a little bit on the, the grain of the booze? Yeah. The booze, the drugs, the, I don't know, goes to therapy, like, he needs help. I mean, is it hard to uh, try and be soberish uh, on a show where, uh, you know, it's based at, you know, two restaurants slash bars, mm -hmm. uh, you know, must be uh, hard to be in that environment and keep a clear mind. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's no surprise that I like a cocktail or like a bottle of wine almost every day. Like, no, of course, but learn how to handle it. If you know that you're not the kind of person that can handle it, then don't, I don't get wasted. I drink a lot, but I don't get shit faced. I'm not there pounding bottles of fireball or doing four shots of tequila to get through my night. Like right. I know my limits and I know who I am when I'm drunk and angry and I know not to go there, you know, it's kind of like we all make fun of Katie, like tequila, Katie, like the way she's sweet. Katie knows that if she's upset about something, she doesn't need to go and get shit faced because it's only going to make them make matters worse. Right. And I think we've all just grown up and we know how to handle our alcoholic adults now. And if you're a 23 year old little brat who has a terrible history of alcohol abuse and the way that you treat people when you are drunk, like mm, figure it out, you know, take some notes. Plus the fame is probably not, uh, yeah. His ego is like massive. I mean, I can't, especially in West Hollywood, I'm assuming he lives somewhere around here too. Uh, I actually don't know where he lives. I, I am not sure. I, I assume, uh, imagine, and he's a good looking dude, I guess living mm. in a, uh, I guess you'd say this is a gay neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, it's absolutely a gay neighborhood. Totally. Who am I kidding? Uh, he probably gets flirted with guys, girls, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah. So. I yeah. Mean, I just, yeah, I don't, I, I hear a lot of, I mean, I really have nothing to do with James. I avoid him at all costs. He's been blocked from my phone. Really? All social media, email since the end of the summer. Yeah. Literally. Like I basically done everything except for getting a restraining order because we are on the same television show. Um, and it's like every time I do 
maybe have to have an encounter with him. Like, I don't know if I want to go to pump because all my friends are going and he happens to be there. I mean, this happened not even that long ago. Carter and I went in for, to do something with a watch what happens live producer, just a really quick five minute kind of do a shot and, and videotape it. I tweeted a lot about this. So it's been kind of a thing. And James was there and, We had no desire to talk to him, look at him, be around him. And he had to find us after two minutes of being there and just scream and yell and yanking on Carter's shirt. And Really? Yeah. Just like such a hot mess. Like, just go away. And then I get the shit end of the stick, you know, of it from Lisa saying that I'm interrupting like his work day or like it's my fault that he can't control himself. Mm, It's not. He's just a mess. Now, Carter's a kind of an intimidating dude. Like, a few times we were, like, standing next to each other Saturday, and he's, like, really? he's very quiet and, like, uh, <laughs> he's got these eyes that just yeah. stare at you go, don't he's fuck He's, like, the nicest me. person ever. Yeah, oh no. He, well, yeah. It's he, so funny that you think he's intimidating. <laughs> well, he's just, uh, he gave me a vibe of, uh, all right, I know you're the comic. Don't make fun of my girlfriend. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. He's very protective, for sure. And how long have you guys been dating? Uh, we met at the end of July, so like seven months. And everything's going good. Yeah, we met on a dating app, and then which one? Bumble. Okay. Yeah, I swore I would never go on a dating app, and I was like super drunk, like on my way to a concert with a girlfriend, and I'm like, oh, why not? I'll just download it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to play with people's emotions and swipe for them or something. I don't know. Maybe I'll find a hot guy to make out with. I don't know. And he was the first person I swiped for, and then we started texting and. I found out um, that some of my friends knew who he was and that eventually found out he knew who I was, even though he didn't tell me right away. So we went out the next day and then kind of like we dated for like, a, I would say like a few weeks, a month or so, just very casually. And then after that, I don't know, I had that like face accident probably two months later. And so from that point on, which was in October, I, we basically were sort of living together from there on out. Oh, great. And now we actually do live together. We have a dog together. So it's good. Now, was that hard? You mentioned the face uh, surgery. and, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, You know, is that one of the downfalls of being on a show? It's like you have no privacy, like, you know, in terms of any, I mean, TMZ, my God, they're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, was was that hard to keep? Cool? Yeah, I, don't f- I feel like maybe am I not that cool because TMZ doesn't really care that much about me. But oh, I but, think they. Do. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. I mean, I'm such an open book. It's not like I don't want people to know. I'm. I tweet like my every move except for like when I take a shit, basically. So it's like people know everything, but it's more hard, especially with something like mm, breaking my face and then going through people the scrutiny of everyone saying like seeing a photo like well your lip looks like this or like did you get this done or did you get that done i'm like uh hell yeah i had reconstructive surgery then i got my lips done then i got filler on that side of my face i got a shit ton of botox like i'm trying to look normal again and so just kind of people being assholes about it and like obviously i am an open book i'm gonna i admit all of those things but people are just so rude on social media even as open as you want to be they they're still gonna like harass you for it but your face looks amazing i mean you're i mean now it does but i mean before <laughs> a great I mean, doctor like it looks like you haven't had any plastic surgery to me yeah he did a good job so is it hard like it's basically online bullying mm-hmm. uh like you know i i put 
not put up with it to the degree you do, but like, you know, I, I see some clips of my stand up and first comments, this guy sucks or, you know. Yeah, it's just so rude. Like, could you ever imagine yourself? And I know the answer is no, like going on someone's page, whether it's someone famous or someone not famous, it doesn't matter. And just saying something negative. I could never do it. Think it fine. Whatever. Talk amongst your friends, be an asshole, judge people. But to actually go tell someone negative about something that they're trying to do or the way that they look, it absolutely blows my mind. I mean, in full disclosure, every now and then being a comic, I, I may have gone for the cheap joke of, but uh, it, that's, it's also your profession. And I think and there's no, I've never heard a stand up comic that offended me. I don't, I don't think like, it's just impossible. It's all in good fun. It really is. Unless it's just like a really weird set with like no button to it. Then I'm like, well, that was awkward. Right. But like, as far as like insulting it, it's it's comedy. Like you know, if you if you're going to stand up set, you know what you're in for. Yeah, I think you should. I mean, you should. Uh, I think I did a Bill Cosby joke the other night on stage, and uh, some African American lady, clearly a fan of Mr. Cosby, was like, "That's not funny," and it's like, "Come on." But, but yeah, then she needs to keep it to herself or not go to a comedy show. That's how I feel. I mean, it's not like I don't go, I've never been to comedy shows where people have ripped on things that maybe it's something I've been through or like my, not me personally, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not offended by it. I'm not like, you're not saying you're going to go murder my puppy. Like it's all good. It's right. all in good fun. So how do you deal? Like, I don't even look at YouTube comments anymore. They're just too insane. Yeah. Like, but you, your guys show us, you know, in magazines, newspapers, especially online, TMZ, radar online, whatever. Do you, if you see a Vanderpump Rules article, do you read it or are you just like afraid to read it? Oh, totally. I read everything. I have Google <laughs> alerts on myself. I have Google alerts on the show. The only thing I do not read is the Vanderpump Rules Facebook page. And I'm not even not really a Facebook person anymore, but I do have a Facebook for kind of friends and family back home. Um, but I don't read that page because it. I've never read anything positive. It is like the most negative beyond Instagram, which are basically just photos, you know, beyond Twitter. Uh, yeah. The Facebook page is really harsh. So it's like, why even, eh, I don't, I don't need, you know, the validation of like one nice comment for the like 300 negative comments. Well, I just, you know, once again, you guys were all so nice Saturday and it was like, wow. You know, they're the complete opposite of, of how they are in the show. Like you guys all seem to be happy to be in the same room and, and supporting you. Yeah. You know, that was a big show at the yeah. uh, Hotel Cafe. Uh, it was really exciting. It was a good turnout. It was crazy that it sold out so quickly, which obviously why I was so stressed out. Because when I got there and I have not only like 30 of my friends, but my entire cast of friends who I really wanted to be there because obviously in my monologue, I had some like banner pump stuff going on. And Katie was involved in one of my little jokes. And when the venue told me that it was literally sold out from tick like online ticket sales and none of my friends bought tickets. Why would my friends buy tickets? They're like, not that smart to buy tickets, nor would I think that they would need to. And it freaked me out that it was sold out. So I'm glad at least they could get in. I felt really bad how many people couldn't get it of my friends, but then it's not a shitty problem to have. No, it's better to <laughs> have sold out uh, a show. some people not get in than have everyone get in with no problem. Yeah. I mean, I walked up and, uh, I think the whole cast was waiting. I'm mm -hmm. like, why aren't they in yet? And, yeah. Uh, the, the door guy there was kind of uh, 
He's like, a dick. Hey, we're oversold. <laughs> uh, they weren't going to let me in. I'm like, I'm on the show. I'm the headliner. Yeah. Well, you're opening, buddy. Get in there. Oh, my God. That's so bad. You, no, but you... You're my hero. But no, well, listen. Uh, <laughs> in the world of stand-up comedy, you never want to go up twice to the same audience. I like drug you up there. You did because I was like, well, you know, I'm such a fan of the show. Jeez, I, I don't really want to bomb. Uh, I don't really want to go up again, to be honest with you. And you're like, you're going up. It's my birthday. I'm like, I know. I can't. I'm like, no. I didn't even get to like see your, like your like warm up set, which wasn't even your set. You're supposed to go last. That's what that headline. Like you're supposed to close the show for us, and you had to like go up and do what was it like five or six minutes? And I'm like, I'm it so felt sorry because like uh, I like could not get on stage because I was like, I'm not going on if my friends aren't in. I'm not. Like I'm so mad at the venue until it was just like, well, the show is going on. Like, you know, it's like that saying the show is still still going on. The show's going on. Oh, absolutely. It's like, well, the sh that that's true. And it was literally like once you warmed the crowd up, I remember Jacqueline and Gabby and Rachel just saying like, you have a minute and a half, Kristen, get your shit together and like, let's do this. Yeah. Annabelle, the lovely Annabelle. <sighs> oh, I love Annabelle. She's like, Earl, get up there. I'm like, ah, no, I'm good. I'll oh, just I felt hang so out. bad. And you're like, Annabelle is just the best. I know. Uh, Jacqueline's the best. Gabby's the best. Yeah. Um, you have a good group of uh, non, I guess you'd say non Vanderbump mm -hmm. uh, friends. Yeah. So that must be nice to have a balance of uh, to have people who aren't necessarily associated with the show totally. in your life. And, you know, now how often is this show going to be? This was the second show you guys had done. No, this is our fourth oh. show. And what do you do it every like two months? Yeah, we we started. So we did the one in the summer um, and then it just kind of because there's four of us, you know, in our main like troop, I guess, a pretty inappropriate the girls like Rachel went on her USO tour and I know Jacqueline's getting ready to go on a European comedy tour as well. So like, ideally we would love to do once a month. It's just schedules don't always right. allow for that. So we did, we just did this show. We were actually talking today. We decided to kind of maybe wait until like May or June for our next one, because I know Jacqueline has this European tour coming right. up. Rachel has a possible US tour she's doing. So we need the time to book the venue on the night that makes the most sense for everyone to book the comics, produce the show, write the sketches and also make sure we have time for rehearsal. So ideally once a month would be great, but yeah, once every two months, I guess right now is what we're aiming for. It's not easy putting on a show like that. No, it's a lot. And then promoting it, making sure comics don't flake, making sure, you know, it's just. Which a few did that night. Yep. Which is crazy to me. Yeah. So shout out to Mark Saratella for jumping on stage and doing a set last minute. Cause Saratella I, dude, and uh, Vinny yeah, Vinny. yeah, Vinny. I love Vinny. Oh, he's he's the, I've known him before. for like, he's just like good people. He's hilarious. And, yeah. Uh, Vinny for doing one of our sketches with us. It was so awesome. So that was, that was my favorite show for sure. All right. Well, I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> no, no, I really, like, we haven't even scratched the surface. But what's next for Kristen? That's a really good question. I have so many things on my plate. I feel like I'm really trying to kind of prioritize. I've been working on this uh, vegetarian blog for a, almost a year now. And with filming, and then I have my t-shirt line that's doing really well and then comedy and it's just something had to take a back seat because I'm fine with doing more than one thing at a time. But if I'm not giving a hundred percent to something, I just I think it's kind of pointless. Right. So that has taken a back seat. So that's something I'm going to kind of jump into now. A girlfriend of mine is a private chef. Um, so she's going to be working with me and collaborating a little bit. 
um, I've been writing this damn book for so long now. So now that I have these couple of months off, I hope that's something I can kind of get my ducks in a row on. Right. Comedy's definitely still a thing. You know, I talk to the girls every day about it. We're talking about trying to book a show in New York. I think that'd be really fun. Oh, sure. Um, and yeah, the t-shirt line. So I'm just kind of like dipping my hands into a bunch of different honeypots and seeing what sticks. Now, where can people find your t-shirt line? It's at jamesmayco.com. It's J-A-M-E-S-M-A-E-C-O.com. And it has nothing to do with James Kennedy. You it, sure about that? It's named after my nephew and my niece. Um, yeah, so that's going really well. And... We'll kind of, I'll kind of keep going with that and maybe expand a little bit. So just kind of seeing what sticks. Well, anything you, creative, creative outlets make me happy. Well, your sketch, uh, your monologue was great. You know, and I've, I've seen a lot of monologues that weren't, you know, but uh, <laughs> believe me, that was a very fun show. So cool. thank you for having me on. I, yeah. Thanks for doing it. And twice. Double duty. <laughs> That was the that was the business of Hollywood there in one minute. Earl, you're the headliner. You're warming up the crowd. Oh my god. Um, I owe you. And then uh, do you have any TV appearances uh coming up maybe on Bravo or Um I'm oh yeah. And well, I'm doing Watch What Happens Live next Monday. The great Andy Cohen. And, yeah. So that'll be the episode before the season finale. Which I, is when? Two yeah. more weeks? So the season finale will be in two weeks, yes. And I will be doing Watch What Happens Live this coming Mondays. Right. Um, and I'm actually doing it with Sheena, Stassi and Katie. So all four of us. It's an all girls episode. Yeah. We've never, I've never done it. I mean, I've done it with Katie once I've done it with Sheena a couple times and I'm really excited for it to be kind of like the four OG chicks, you know, no we're going to make no Lala. Nope. And, um, Rachel's coming, O'Brien, Rachel's coming to New York with us. So we're just going to kind of make it like this fun girls trip that we never have really gotten to do before. So and that'll no, be really fun. No Ariana. No Ariana. No, I would think they no would Boreana. want her there just to get the, get yeah, the vibe going. No, that would, that would kill the vibe. Right. Yeah, but it'd be good TV. I mean, it would just be like, she can like guest bartender or something, I guess. Right. Now, it, one more question. I mean, there's many questions. <laughs> but like, so does Ariana and Tom... Are they working as Sir now? Like it, yeah. As far so I mean, they I've do seen, work there. Uh huh. Yeah, Ariana, Tom, Jax. Uh, Sheena, Jackson, Katie. It, when I've gone in, I don't go into Sir all that often, but I go to Sir more often than I go to Pump, and I know the five of them work there. Um, I don't talk to Lala, so I don't know if she does, and I don't talk to James, so hopefully he doesn't. But I'm, I, I assume that they probably do as well. Right, right. Well, Kristen. Yeah. It was a humbling experience to have you on. So much fun. I it, love podcasts. <laughs> well, you know, they're the new radio show. I know. So, and, and I just like to talk about myself, let's be honest. But you're like the perfect podcast <laughs> guest. You talk a lot, but it's, it's what you want as a podcast guest. You know? Thanks. I've had certain guests that were like, you know, they didn't want to talk about what they're known for. It's like, well, what do you think you're on the show for? Right. Yeah, you know, that's weird. I had a particular guest from the 80s, long before you were born. Uh, I was born in the 80s. What year? 83. Okay. Well, you look younger. Botox. But see, that's cr like, <laughs> you don't look like you have Botox at all. Like what's your, be let, you know, let's end on beauty tips with okay. Kristen because, uh, you know, a lot, of, I, I don't know if I have a lot of female fans, to be honest with you, in terms of listening to this show. Hopefully after, uh, well, I'm trying. I think I'm more geared toward the male audience. 
Uh, but how do you achieve your look? Because you are someone who has to wear, you know, you're on a TV show, so mm -hmm. you're wearing makeup every day. Yeah. And it's a, it's a lot of makeup, you know, uh, touch ups and, and yet yeah, your skin is incredibly, you know, clear. Yeah. Uh, I mean, makeup is like not my forte. It's like, so not my thing at all. I, I don't like getting ready. It's just like hell to me. If I could have like a makeup artist and a hairstylist all the time and maybe like a driver, like those are the only things I want in life. I'll live in like a shitty apartment and have those three things forever. I'd be so happy. But I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have Botox. I think it's awesome. Really? Yeah. I love Botox. I think it's how often do you get it if you don't mind me asking? Every, like every three months, depending, maybe four months, depending on how long it lasts. And as it soon lasts? as I notice I need it. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, don't go to bed with makeup on. It's like the old school, like mother's rule, like just don't do it. And right. what I've really learned um, for you chicks out there, makeup wipes suck. Makeup removers suck. They will make your face break out. They leave a residue. If you're going to use them, you just have to wash your face anyway. So I've been using this little like pink towel. I don't know what it's called. You can Google it. It's like this pink towel that takes all your makeup off and it just works. And I swear that is like the A number one thing. What? Um, and he, yeah, that's just, just like wash your face, man. Just be hygienic. Take so care of yourself. So it's nothing too wacky. It's just wash your yeah. fucking face. Yeah. It's so simple. What about hair tips? I noticed you have lovely hair as well. Yeah, right now it's super lovely. I haven't showered today. You're welcome. Um, I appreciate that. No, I don't know. I, I just, I have a good stylist, I guess. I just take care of it. Um, I don't know. Just kind of be, it's like, just kind of like take care of yourself. I feel like it's just so simple. Right. Um, I, my hair's colored. So I use sulfate free shampoo and conditioner to not like completely ruin it. Um, I love to tan, so that's probably my one downfall. I've been trying to spray tan and not do the whole bed thing so I don't get like skin cancer. Right. So I think that's like my one downfall. It's like I'm a super, I'm like a tan addict. Well, you do, you're, you do have a nice bronze yeah. hue. This is spray tan. Okay. So I'm, I just, spray tanning is just like so boring to me and I don't like standing there naked while like a dude's like, you know, spraying me with this gross stuff and I look like tan mom for a day. But I'm trying to, you know, revert to that instead. Well, it is better for you. Yeah, you it's know, true. Those tanning beds are yeah. nasty. Yeah, they're gross. You break out. And, like, you're just ruining your skin. So, yeah. I'd say that's my only downfall, really. Well, but, and what about alcohol? Does it dry? Uh, do you find... Yeah, it definitely... It's... I mean, of course, it's dehydrating. But I just like it, so I don't care. Do you like it because it, it, you know, it just takes the edge off? No, I just, I love the taste of wine. I just love white wine. I love it so much. Um, and yeah, I mean, maybe because like I take a lot of Adderall that that's why like drinking like calms me down a little bit, but I don't really get drunk. Like I said, like I don't go like binge drink and do shots. Like I'm never hung over. I'm rarely like wasted and I, and it's not, yeah, not really an interesting because it's like when we did our comedy show, I didn't drink before the show. I'm not stupid. I'm not going to, I don't even want to buzz. So what, do I forget something like that's a horrible idea, but I mean, I just think it's fun and 
Why not? I think it calms me down a little bit from the Adderall that I take. That, no, that's, the, you know, <laughs> that's, that's why I wanted you on the The show. Adderall that I'm prescribed, y'all. Well, absolutely. This is no Rush Limbaugh uh, <laughs> yeah. parking lot uh, scam. <laughs> but that's why I wanted you on the show. Not many people would admit to saying, hey, I take Adderall. Yeah, no, I totally do. My therapist recommends it, so. Because it, now I know Adderall... Uh, is supposed to uh, give you just like this laser-like focus. And, it does. And, uh, and, and with the kind of job and jobs that I have, I, and again, this is like therapy recommended. Like it really does help me to kind of prioritize, excuse me, prioritize and just like get my shit together. Because when I have, I'm writing the book, I make sure my t-shirt line's going well. I make sure I'm doing all my social media things that I need to do for Vanderpump Rules. And I have press and I'm filming and it's just so many things. It really helps me just kind of get, everything done in a checklist. Does it have any, uh, you know, not negative effects, but like, uh, like, does it, uh, any side effects that, you know, I'm not trying to get too personal, but like, uh, does it make you like paranoid or? No, not for me. I mean, I definitely have friends or like know people who've taken it recreationally, obviously. I mean, I've taken it recreationally before I had a prescription for it. And, I feel like if you take it and it makes you crazy or cracky or paranoid or whatever, you're not meant to take it. It's that simple. Right. So it's like it works or it doesn't work. And for me, no. I mean, maybe like dry mouth once in a while, but I also think that's probably because I'm dehydrated. So right. I just have to drink more water. <laughs> so, the, But no, yeah, it just works for me. It's just to each their own. All right. This is probably a good question to end on. Been through four seasons now of a great show. Had some ups, had some downs. What is, we'll start off with, uh, do you have any episode or moment on an episode of, of regret? Like when you hit James at the wedding? Uh, I don't regret that. Okay. That's why I love you. Uh, any, all right, let me, I'll just throw it out there. Any, anything you wish you could take back on yeah. the first four seasons? Yes. Um, there've definitely been some ridiculously drunken moments. I would a hundred percent take back sleeping with Jax, even though I know that it made for good TV and it kind of things fall into place. But the way that I treated all of my friends during that time of my life was just like sort of inexcusable. So I'm really grateful that I've been forgiven. So I definitely would have taken that back. Um, and mm, bringing, someone like Kevin Jax's friend onto the show, right. you know, just little things like that. Um, I don't regret hitting James. I regret hitting Schwartz at Sheena's birthday party. <laughs> that I definitely Poor do. Poor Schwartz. Yeah. And, and even though again, it's, I feel like it's like my tagline now. I feel bad that I told Diana, my manager to suck a dick. I was kind of an asshole. But you were, uh, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. I mean that, uh, it was just like, I feel like there was like a good year and a half that I just didn't, my maturity level was like that of James Kennedy. So well, I would have that. changed a lot of things. Now let's end it on a positive note. Mm-hmm. First four seasons, what's your favorite moment of the show? Oh, oh that is so hard. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Um, the friendship. Shoot yeah, I love, I mean, I love the last episode that aired Palm Springs. Katie and Stassi getting the band back together again right. makes me so happy. Like that's probably one of my favorite episodes to watch. Um, a lot of things about this season, I feel like were probably some of my favorite things. We've had a lot of great trips, obviously. So I loved 
obviously going on vacation with all of my friends. That was always great. I think the a lot of things about Force season four that the comedy show made it on it all. um, Telling Ariana what the hell was up, defending Rachel. I think just who I became this season was my favorite. Well, because you know most shows after season three, I find you know it's like oh, it's kind of like losing steam. But Mm -hmm. and I I swear I'm not just saying this because you're on my couch, but it it's I find the show getting more interesting, like Mm -hmm. which is rare for a show, especially a reality show. With the same cast, like Big Brother, it's a different cast every right. season. Right, because it can get stale. And for us, I feel like our show, history tends to repeat itself, like for real. It just does. And I know from a fan perspective or an audience perspective, it can kind of seem like manufactured. Yeah. How can these things keep happening? The same sort of things. And they really just do. So I'm really glad that we're all growing as people and that it is being shown that way for us to continue to have a successful show. Yeah, I mean, it's wildly successful and it's, it's season five's coming. So not that you need my help with more followers. Oh, yes, I do. But no, you really don't. I, I really mean, do, especially on Instagram because I'm like, I have like half of what everyone else has and I don't know why. But how, like, is there like Twitter? You're killing it on Twitter. Yeah, we're all, I think we're all pretty comparable, comparable on Twitter as far as the cast. But About like 200,000 followers? Not quite that many yet. I, but with your podcast, maybe I will. You'll get about maybe seven more. <laughs> I, I, I probably could use uh, some of your I followers. love every single person that follows me because the ones that are assholes, I block. So all of my followers, I love you all. Do people 100%. on Twitter get like a one chance rule or is it some, someone says no. something mean about you? It's You're out. No, I used to be that way, but it doesn't. The things they say, the negative things don't really bother me as much anymore. It's more like like the repeat offenders right, right. or the people that not, it's not like they were insulted me twice ever, but they kind of go out of their way to do it like five times in a row. It's not like I'm hurt by it. I'm just annoyed. Like you're kind of messing up my feed. So go away. Right. Or if people are mean to my friends. I take more offense when people are mean to my friends than if they're mean to me. Right. Well, if you have a chance to meet Kristen, your opinion will if you have a poor opinion of her <laughs> based on the show, it will change instantly. You won't find a nicer girl. Uh, and Katie as well, Stassi, yeah. Sheena, uh, you know, uh, Jax. Yeah, you know everybody now. Everybody that matters. Well, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, Jax was just like, I almost was shocked the most with him because at the show Saturday, he was almost uh, socially awkward and like, sh- not shy, but... Uh, he was like, just had this golly G look on his face. Yeah. Like he happy. But again, it's kind of like I said with Stassi, it's like, that's also his happy place. And Sheena too, like they all, we all love comedy so much. It's like we, most of us went to Rachel's show the previous Wednesday. Right. She did comedy juice. And so anytime any of our friends have a show, if we can, if we have the time to go three or four nights a week to watch this, no matter how many times I see a set or a joke being worked out, I love every second of it. Jax is the same way. He just enjoys it and we all respect it so much. So it, it, it's very humbling, I think. Now, now the last questions are just starting to happen. <laughs> you mentioned it's like, I don't plan any questions, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think Jax and uh, Brittany last? Yeah, I do. Yeah, definitely. I think Brittany is perfect for him. But she seems to be a little... Uh, it's a little green around the gills, maybe in terms mm-hmm. of uh, 
Jax's potential womanizing ways. She's aware, but I do like the approach that she took only because of Britney's strong personality. I think her approach worked. She went in like she knows what she knows, but she wants to give him the chance firsthand. And she doesn't want, you know, the rumors of the past or what he went through with someone else to be how she judges Jax right. and his behavior. She wants to kind of see it firsthand, go through it herself because everyone's different with someone else that they're dating at the end of the day, regardless of his playboy past. And with Brittany, I think she's so great for him because she's that fun, easy, laughing, sweet side that we love about Jax. She has that, but she also doesn't take shit from Jax. Like she is the iron fist that rules that relationship hands down. <laughs> and I think, think that's something that Jax needs and and likes. He wants it. He wants to be told what to do. Well, now she got essentially breast implants for mm -hmm. him. No, it was for her. You sure about that? Absolutely. She's wanted that. I mean, I've known Brittany, I guess, as long as you guys have seen her on the show, I've known her since last summer. And I know that she wanted them ever since she was a little girl. Absolutely. Did Jax want her to have them too? Hell yeah. Jax loves boobs. Well, what so guy it does worked. It? Yeah, it just worked. But no, she wanted them for herself. Okay. Definitely. So like, wow, that, that's crazy that a girl... Would you ever get... I mean, you don't need them. I mean, no, I, I wouldn't. That freaks me out. I've been cut open once and I, I couldn't do it again. <laughs> uh, well, you don't need it, but no. uh, I can't imagine a girl loving a guy so much. I mean, who knows? Ask me in like 10 years. Maybe I'll change my mind. But as of today, no way. Well, in 10 years, we'll all be at Dr. Fisher's office <laughs> on Cannon Drive, Botox and... Uh, <laughs> The like. So on Twitter, not you certainly don't need my help. I do. I do. But where can people find you on Twitter? Um, on Twitter and Instagram, follow me at Kristen Doty, D-O-U-T-E. Can you spell Kristen for yes. some of my fans? K-R-I-S-T-E-N-D-O-U-T-E. Well, Kristen, I, I was super psyched that Annabelle and Rachel arranged this. Me too. I, mean, I, I loved your podcast with Annabelle. That was like well, she's so the best. Fun. But I know it's weird for you to get a a uh, interview request from some guy you don't know. Uh, no, it's actually not. Okay. Well, I can imagine <laughs> I'm not the strangest request. No, 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 no. It's actually much more comfortable. <laughs> well, I, you know, I try and get everyone on my couch. Uh, um, that should be your tagline. I try right. to get everyone on my couch. Well, I try. I mean, when I saw Tom and Ariana at Whole Foods, I'm like, you know. Why not? And mm -hmm. I just, they, I, listen, I might be wrong. I've never met them. I was wrong with you and, and the rest of the crew. They just seem like, nah, I think I'm, I'm good. I'll, I'll just. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at you if you had them on. I just, she's just so, they're, she's so boring and, but she's just so self-righteous. I just don't see any humbling qualities about her. her. I never have. And that's where I have a hard time with her. And I don't think Tom's a bad person. But I feel like she brings that out in him or they bring that out in each other. This kind of like better and holier than thou. Right. So yeah, maybe prove me wrong. That's what I love about <laughs> you versus her. And once again, I don't know her, so mm -hmm. maybe I'm wrong. But you just have this, hey, this is who I am. Yeah. I'm the life of the party. If you don't like it. Yeah. Don't come to the party. The party's here. Um, well, I might have, uh, if you can uh, help me out with Jax, I, I think. Oh, yeah. A fascinating. Totally. Uh Yes, I'll have anyone on the show. Yeah, they would all do it for sure. Well, guys, please follow Kristen. She's 
above and beyond a uh, very cool girl and uh go to her t- well, how about your t- say your t-shirt line one more time yes t-shirt line it's jamesmayco.com j-a-m-e-s-c or i'm sorry j-a-m-e-s-m-a-e-c-o.com so please support Kristen. You know, it's just one hand watches the other. She goes to all of our comedy shows. You know, you guys buy her T-shirts. Buy one for your girlfriend. Yeah, buy a T-shirt, wear it to Earl's comedy show. It's perfect. Right. Uh, go stone. Follow her on Instagram. Keep up with her there. And uh, just let's all support each other. Vanderpump Rules every Monday night. Bravo. 6 p.m. Well, I get the direct TV feed. Same. 6 p.m. Uh, you know, East... Uh, just 6 p.m. on Bravo, no matter what network you have. And uh, watch what happens live with the great Andy Cohen, who's the real hardball questions he throws out. Uh, and just support Vanderpump Rules. Go to Pump, go to Sir, and uh, walk around West Hollywood, and maybe you'll see Jax uh, at the dildo store or something. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jax. You're my next target. But Kristen, I love you. You're the best. Thank you. Love you. Inappropriate Earl. SoundCloud and iTunes. This interview is going to break all records on this show. Tomorrow we have the only professional athlete to be on my show. The great Dustin Penner won a Stanley Cup twice with the Kings and Ducks and also known for uh, pulling the back muscle, reaching for a plate of pancakes. So I get the I get the big guess, guys. Uh, next week, Ron Jeremy, which is uh, real. It's a real get for me. I asked Ron, would he be on my podcast? And he looked at me and goes, what's a podcast? So probably going to be a real good interview. So guys, show Kristen love, inappropriate Earl. Leave a review on iTunes. I leave them all up, good or bad. Vanderpump Rules, Mondays, 6 p.m.